welcome back. I am so excited because it is the new year. Happy, happy 2023, guys. Here's just an interesting question just in general. I don't actually know how to phrase it necessarily. How long are you allowed to wish people happy new year? Like it's something I feel like I heard somebody bring this up once. I think it's actually Scott Van Pelt many, many years ago. But regardless, I don't know the answer. Do you wish people happy new year through February? Like February 1st, you can't. Can you? Like even January like 25th. I feel like if you're three weeks into the year, unless it's someone you haven't seen since like November, it's just a weird, it's a very weird greeting and I don't know what to do with it. Anyways, guys, I got a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm very excited because... In fact, I need to start off the top uh, with this. We are very proud. Everything is interesting. Uh, Speaking on behalf of Eric, Vance, and myself, we are very uh, excited and very proud to have our first new sponsor. So uh, please forgive me for this this ad read, but I told him I'd do it off the top of the the show. So here we go. (gasps) Have you ever noticed people staring at you in public? Are you cold when the wind blows? Do you find yourself uh, not allowed in bars and restaurants? Well, have we got the thing for you. Clothes. Can't be walking around naked all the time. You're going to want to have some clothes. Might I recommend, and this is just what for me personally, this is just off the cuff right now, guys. I recommend pants and a shirt. Probably the best combination of clothes that there is out there. Really, A number one of the clothing options. I recommend pants and a shirt. I'd also recommend socks. Uh, if that's a, if that's, you know, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to push my, my radical, you know, we're, we're America's number one, most conservative podcast. I'm not going to push my conservative agenda on you, but I do recommend socks. So like I said, everybody go get yourself out there, go anywhere clothes. They're available at almost any store nationwide, worldwide, really. Cause I know we do have a couple of Irish listeners top of the morning or evening and happy new year. Uh, get yourself some clothes. That was ridiculous. Y'all, we went on vacation, uh, my family and I, my wife and kids, as well as my mother and my brother. It was the first time my kids have seen my brother in three years, so my daughter basically doesn't know who she is, who he is, but they're now obsessed with him, and that was awesome. I hope all of you out there had equally fun Christmases and New Year's and, and you know, all of the things. What, uh, what we did, though, we went to a, I don't know if anybody out there has heard of the Gaylord Hotel. I, I've talked about it in a couple different episodes. My kids are now pretty much obsessed, so it's kind of the thing that we're going to be doing, uh, which is great because I, it, I have expressed my disdain for uh, cruises and, and, and all-inclusive uh, style things before, so I'll, I'll keep it brief. The idea that I would get, try to pack up, get my kids on a plane and fight through the airport and then likely have to take a, another car or a bus or wherever it is we're going to get to a hotel to then be told when fun is like on a cruise when there's there's scheduled things. And then when you're at a, a an all inclusive hotel, there's scheduled things to do. And this is when the fun is allowed. I don't like that. <laughs> I admit, if I had my pick, I would much rather just go to a city I've never been and, and just walk around downtown and explore. See if you stumble into a you know a cool restaurant or some shop you've never seen. You know stuff like that. I prefer over the mass-produced. Let's get all the kids in a line and we can all shake hands with or hug Mickey Mouse or whatever. And that's fine. Look, if that's your style of vacation, that is totally okay. What this is, at least for me, is it's close to the house. <laughs> it is that style. At 1 o'clock, there's the ice sculpting show. At 3 o'clock, there's the Meet Mrs. Claus. And at 5 o'clock, there's the there's a tubing hill. And it's all that stuff that I can't stand. But 
I only had to drive like 20 minutes to get there. So fine. <laughs> you know, like I am absolutely okay with it. But like I said, my mom and my brother came. And again, like I didn't see my brother forever, but my brother who I've spoken about before, he's essentially a professional gambler. He plays cards, he sports bets, and he has like a poker house sort of, but I think he may be retired. I don't know any of that shit because we don't want really to talk about real life shit. All we talk about is gambling. So the Gaylord, it has a huge sports bar. I mean, legit, it has seven or eight TVs that are easily four feet, five feet wide. Like, they're massive, huge screens within a bunch of other small screens and whatnot. And we have money on the games. My brother and I have a great time after the kids have gone to bed. Well, you know, we're doing what you do in Colorado, having a good time. And all of a sudden, it starts snowing. I mean, it was expected. We knew it was going to be snowing. But it starts snowing, and then the power goes out in the hotel. Instantly, the lights kick back on. They, they figure all that stuff out because they got generators and things. But the cable TV is now out. So it's just my brother and I and hundreds of others. I mean, maybe maybe 200 max, but 200 other people all staring at these blank screens. So we all kind of filter out of the sports bar because, I mean, obviously there's no reason to be at the sports bar. And we just kind of all end up at the only other bar that has a TV. Like, there's a couple of restaurant bars in this Gaylord Hotel thing. There's, like, a steak joint. It's all very nice. But we end up at the the spot uh, with the TV. It's kind of like in the main lobby. None of this matters. But we end up at the TV. And so now there's, like, 200 drunk adults that just, like, fell into an open-air space that has a bar to the side and then one small TV in the front. And it is just such a different vibe. I don't know how to describe it, guys, but it's incredibly interesting if you've ever been in a casino in Vegas or in like like a Buffalo Wild Wings on like a Saturday night when there's like a UFC fight and college games going on. And like there's just a there's an energy you can feel. It's palpable, you know. Like there's there's a there's a there's a moment happening, and it's a very real moment. And everybody's invested, and everybody's involved, and everybody's having a good time. But in this, now take everybody there and just move them collectively, everyone together, move, but no longer in a sports atmosphere. Just like in a, in a big open space. So like people are screaming and shouting, but there's also like kids running around with other like, you know, the slightly older kids that are still awake, like the 10 and 12 year olds that were trying not to cuss in front of, but were definitely cussing in front of. It was hilarious. All leading up to this. I can't I, I couldn't make this up. but It's 100% true. All leading up to one of the many people. Uh, that are now sort of kind of trying to watch the game or games on these tiny little TVs over the bar and this one TV in the main zone. One dude right in front of the main TV pukes. Uh, as you do, we've all been there. I'm not judging anybody for having too many drinks. We've all done it. I've done it. It's fine. But he pukes right in front of the TV, but now they have to come clean it. So now there are 200 displaced drunken people that don't really know each other. They're all just trying to watch a game, and we're staring at a TV that is now blocked by four different people trying to clean this up. They have to bring out, you know, the sawdust and the, the some, like, Swiffer wet jet-looking thing. And, like, the TV is blocked. It is, guys, I can't describe how uncomfortable hundreds of strangers all literally here for Christmas slash New Year's, and then they put their kids away and came back down to the bar. It's mostly dudes. You know, I mean, I'm not even trying to be sexist, but it's mostly dudes. It's mostly dads that are now drunk. Their kids are asleep, and we're just trying to watch a game, and you can't. It's, guys, I've never, it's so uncomfortable. The tension is so, it, you could cut it with a knife. It's amazing. And here's the best part. All the while in the background, Christmas carols. People pissed off. Goddamn, can't see the fucking game. I got $50 riding on this. And some other guy, I'm 50. I got $500 riding on I got, got the overrunners coming. It's good. It's good. Parumpa pum pum. Me and my drum. It's crazy, y'all. <laughs> I think Lewis Black actually has a bit about this. I don't know if it's Lewis Black, but about being in a, in a casino back in the day over Christmas where they were playing Christmas carols. And I, I got to admit, it's 
weird, y'all. Like, I've never been to a casino, but this is might as well be one. Everyone's gambling on their phones. Everyone's angry. Everyone's drunk. We're all just trying to have a moment away from our kids. And now that these people in front of it, screaming, cussing, all that. And then, you know, <laughs> fucking, uh, I can't think of a single Christmas song. I was trying to do the punchline that. I was trying to add that punchline to that with a Christmas song, but I can't get there. Jingle bells. Jesus Christ. I can't believe I couldn't get jingle bells. But anyways, point is, that was uh, just a very weird thing. Because even after Christmas, I mean, 27th, 28th, this hotel is still playing Christmas carols, which is just, it's just weird. Like, I, I, like, I get it, and I've, I've expressed at length, I don't like Christmas carols, I, I don't like Christmas songs, I don't like Christmas music. There's a few that aren't terrible. Vance actually has a playlist that's not terrible, but don't worry about that. It's just weird to play them after Christmas. I don't know how long you're supposed to play them, much like Christmas lights, I guess, and decorations. I don't know how long. Like, I'm not saying you wake up the next day and take all the lights down and turn all the music off. I, I get it. The 26th, you can let it linger. But, like, by the 28th, are we still doing this? <laughs> Anyways, doesn't matter. Power goes out. It's chaos, all that. The next day comes back, and it's fine. And the next day is when I noticed, is Carhartt becoming fashionable? Like, is, is Carhartt cool now? Because I swear to you, like, one out of every three people had a Carhartt beanie, and, like, one out of every five or six-ish, and eh, maybe, like, one out of ten. But even still, one out of every ten for sure, I will, I will guarantee you this, was wearing a Carhartt jacket. Is that cool now? Are we, are we doing that? Like, I kind of remember back in, like, the early 2000s when Dickies got real popular. Like, I, I guess there's a, a, a point when, when fashion goes from function, because, I mean, Dickies were just functional, and then Carhartt has just been functional until, like, I guess right now, when Carhartt jumps the chasm from functional clothing to fashion. I mean, Dickies did it. I'm sure plenty of, I mean, I'm sure it's not the only two, which is the only thing I can think of. But I guess, I guess that's just fashionable now. Because, like, it's, it's everywhere. I, I have to admit, it's absolutely everywhere. And, in fact, that's not even fair. The first time I noticed it while we were out and about, uh, let, me, let me back up. Before all my kids and before my brother and my mom got here, uh, my wife and I went out uh, on a date. In fact, we went... We got a room at the Gaylord and just went there and then had my mom and my brother and my kids all meet us there the next day. So we had a, a night out at the, the Gaylord Hotel. My wife and I, we had a room. We got you know, reservations at the state joint. I'd forgotten about all of this. This is embarrassing, but I'm going to say it. We go to this dinner. It's super, super nice. And there are still people wearing Carhartt hats in there, like fancy dress with a car. Like this dude had like a nice nice shirt on. I don't know if it was silk, but it was like shiny. You know what I mean? It was, it was obviously an expensive shirt. He's obviously put, very well put together, but he's wearing a Carhartt beanie and it's just super weird. I don't understand it, but y'all, um, I haven't had a night off, I guess in a minute, or I just haven't drank wine in a minute. I didn't realize I wasn't planning on this, but I got blackout wine, drunk blackout by like eight fifteen. Uh, apparently this is all according to my wife. I don't remember at some point we got to the restaurant. I kind of remember that we ordered. I kind of remember that we got food. I don't really remember tasting it so much. We got some stupid expensive bottle of wine. Cause that was fun. We've been drinking wine all day, but now we got some stupid expensive bottle of wine for the, you know, the cap off the night or whatever. I don't remember this bottle of wine, but apparently when it comes time to leave, uh, the, our waiter, he's like, Hey, I can, uh, I can cork that for you. So you can take it back to your room. And according to my wife, I said, ah, the hell with that, and just poured the entire bottle, whatever was left, into my glass, which basically filled up my glass. It was, and these are giant, you know, like big, big, you know what I mean? Like there's probably three, probably two and a half glasses <laughs> in this glass now. So I'm just wandering around the hotel. Oh, that's another thing. I just walk out with it. 
just walk out with a with a very fancy wine glass. It's glass. Literally just walk out the restaurant. I have no idea if that's allowed. I have no idea if that's supposed to happen. I just walked out. I don't remember doing it. So now I'm just walking around. I slosh wine all over the place, guys. I don't I'm I I, I don't even like drinking that much. I don't even I don't like doing this. Like I, I on previous episodes I've told you when I went out to Vance's house and we were all getting just like shwasted. I don't do it. I just kind of sit in the corner. <laughs> it's so weird, but I don't I don't like being blackout drunk. It's not a state of mind that I enjoy. But apparently I was pretending as if I was having a really good time. Or I was having a good time and I just didn't realize it. But point was I sloshed wine everywhere, all over myself, all over the leather recliners that are sitting out in the middle of this lobby. All fucking there's essentially a trail of bread crumbs back to the back to our hotel room that is not breadcrumbs but wine drips and don't worry about it it's fine i'm sure i'm not the first one maybe i am doesn't matter point is family vacations are weird man anybody out there i mean you've all gone on them i'm sure to whatever extent to whatever degree i don't know but family vacations are weird everybody has shit they want to do and thankfully this little hotel had plenty of stuff to do. They had uh, they had an ice skating rink and they had a sledding, like a, a fake hill set up built in the back for the kid. You know, it was a great time. Don't get me wrong. It was a great time. But it's just weird because you can tell that most of the people here, this isn't what they want to be doing, but they just want to be with the people they're with or maybe they don't. I don't know. But the, just the general vibe of a place like that, you know, there's 400 rooms, maybe, probably more, actually, considering there's probably a lot more. But anyways, it's just a weird vibe when you can tell that not everybody even wants to be there. And here's what I mean. We were sitting at lunch, my wife and my kids. Uh, my brother's still sleeping off his hangover, and my mom was doing something else. As we're sitting there, the table next to us explodes. It just it, it, They start screaming at each other. The adults do. Screaming at each other. The one lady says the other lady, well, this is why we shouldn't have invited you. And the other one was like, well, I didn't want to come. Blah, blah, blah. Explosion. And then they just kind of walk off. Half of them eventually come back and the other sit at the table. You know, the, the two older, older adults sat there with the kids the entire time. But like four adults screamed, exploded, walked off. And then you have to come back because like you don't have anywhere to go. Assuming you're not from Colorado, assuming you didn't drive here like we did because, uh, well, actually, I, I guess a lot of people might have because there were a lot of out-of-state plates in the parking lot. But that's beside the point. If you flew here. Or you don't live anywhere near here, and you're here, and you're, you have you know reservations for three, four more days, and you explode at somebody who also has the same reservation, and you're sharing either a room or their next door. What do you do now? Like, that's why we shouldn't invite you. I didn't want to come. Pratcha, 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 pow. So, so you want to you go ice skating now, or, <laughs> or what? Because I guess we're still here. It's just so Weird. And look, here's the deal. I'll just be straight up with you guys. I didn't pay for this particular trip because as we found out, uh, the, the Christmas rates are astronomical. Going in the summer, I can afford it. Going at Christmas, nope. So my mom paid for it. So they get, you know, thanks, mom. I really do appreciate it if you're listening. Love you. Thank you. Everybody else listening, love you. Thank you as well, seriously. But point of that story is my mom paid for it. All right, like it's, it's genuinely outside of my budget. It's fine. doesn't matter. And while we're there, you could still run into, or at least my brother and I did, because my brother still smoked cigarettes. I quit years ago, thank God, because Jesus, that shit smells terrible. I kind of forgot. Like, anybody out there, if, you, if you're hanging around with a smoker, like, man, I forgot. I, I t- or if you are a smoker, just, you know, I love you. Know that I was there. You know, I, I smoked from age 18 to age, like, last week, so don't worry about it. But we, every time I went out with my brother to smoke cigarettes, the same style people are there. It's always the same style people everywhere you go. They're, I mean, and I'm not judging anyone because let me be clear. Again, I cannot afford this. We are at a place that I cannot afford. But there are people that like clearly have like a white, trashy, methy kind of a vibe. 
Like any cigarette smokers out there, you know, if you if you were at a very popular crowded place and you smoke cigarettes every hour on the hour as I used to and as my brother now does, you meet the same people. You kind of make a social click for the you know however long you're there, a couple hours if you're at a hotel, a couple days. But you run into the same styles of characters, you know, and somehow there's all even at like fancy high end bars. Like downtown Austin, Texas, at a bar that like the beers are like twelve dollars, the mixed drinks are like twenty four bucks, and they're still trashy, methy kind of people at the bar smoking cigarettes, and it's just very weird. And it was very weird because there were plenty of these people here, and this one lady, she kept asking us to bum cigarettes. I kept telling her I don't have any, and my brother kept trying to offer, but then she goes, "Oh, I only smoke menthol," and it was like. Ha- I just don't understand. And maybe it's just they have rich family, much, I, I guess, you know, I'm saying the same thing. My mom paid for it. But maybe they just got invited along with their rich family members and they don't really necessarily know what. Like, you've asked me now for a cigarette 16 times, you know, four times the first day, like five, seven times the next day, four or five times the next day. Like, I remember you clearly and you don't remember me. And maybe that's just something about, again, in a previous episode, I said I dressed boring. Like, I know I just dress kind of just bland. So maybe nothing about me stands out. But come on, man. I've told you the same rap every time. Easily 12 times. Probably more. How, how are you here? Because like, the only reason I'm saying it's methy kind of white trash is like, your short-term memory is so destroyed that has to be, there, there has to be a reason for this. The only way you're doing this and you're stuck in the same loop where you ask me the same question every time you walk up to the exact same spot that we've been standing every time and you still don't remember that I was the one that told you last time and the time before and the time before that I don't smoke and you still keep at like, you have to be on something. And if you are, how are you here? How did you get here? So it, it's just, it's weird that the same types of people are everywhere. There's the people that overdress up for events that you shouldn't be overdressing up for. And that's always so funny to me. There was a, there's a, a Christmas village in this place where you can go decorate uh, gingerbread houses and gingerbread cookies and gingerbread men and uh, 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 gingerbread people. How dare you say gingerbread men? It's 2023. I need to learn. Come on now. But they didn't call them gingerbread people. But they had like uh, a person in a costume and Mrs. Claus walking around telling all the kids, ooh, so great. Ooh, all you know, like, and you're getting frosting and sprinkles everywhere. You're getting chocolate syrup everywhere. And the people that show up to this in all Gucci or all Balenciaga, they, I love those people so much. I love those people so much. I have never been one of those people and I will never be one of those people because I just, fuck it, I'm in sweats all the time. But I love you. I love that you thought you needed to put on your $500 Balenciaga. I can't even say it. Balenciaga? Balenciaga? Balenciaga. You had to put on like $1,000 worth of shit just to go down and get it destroyed and get frosting on it (laughs) and get get chocolate syrup rubbed on it by your kid. Like it is hilarious to me. I love those people and they're everywhere you go. Always the person or persons that are so over the top overdressed for a thing that shouldn't be like, you're going out to eat, do what you want. You're going to a decorating cookie party. What? Come on, man. Think ahead, please. Like, (laughs) please think ahead. Oh man. But it's great. But again, these types of things, they're fun because the kids have fun. I do them because my kids like them. The idea that I would show up and be handed a piece of paper that tells me, I, I, I paid you to be here, except I didn't. My mom did, so thanks. And I, I paid you, you know, in theory, to tell me what to do for days. People that go on cruises, people that go to the, these uh, you know, all-inclusive resorts are like, yeah, at 12 o'clock there's this, and at 2 o'clock there's this, and at 4 o'clock there's this. Like, I don't want that. I, like my life is so scheduled and I feel like that's true of everybody. Maybe it's just me, but I don't think so. Our lives are so scheduled lately. Like, I don't know if this was true back in the day. I don't think it was in, in the 1800s. There's no way that people were looking at their watches and their clocks and having alerts and reminders set all the time. 
Of course, I didn't have alerts set and a reminder set because you didn't have a you know a Google phone. But anyways, we are so regimented. Life is so regimented down to the last minute. Every second of every day, you probably have a thing and you got a meeting in 20 minutes and then you got a lunch break, but you better be back in time because there's a, another meeting. The idea to show up somewhere and continue that is just, it's mind-numbing to me. It, it, it causes me to shut down because I just can't even enjoy it. As soon as I'm doing one thing, I'm well aware that we have to rush and go and hurry because there's another thing. And don't, whatever you do, don't sit still and think. Whatever you do, don't stare up at the clouds that have an original thought. Instead, stare down at an itinerary and follow it because some guy named Steve in the marketing department or friggin', you know, Lisa over there in the PR, they said that we should do ice skating at three. So now I'm going to do ice skating at three because someone I never met decided that. Like, I just. Ugh, it's just disgusting. But the, I think what I'm realizing is, is because time is so much more literal nowadays. Uh, I mean, in a couple of classes way, way back in college, and talking about societies, you know, pre-electricity, they would just have like, yeah, let's meet in the afternoon or meet after dark. Like that's such a generalized concept. You know what I mean? Like that's just, just a, like, yeah, we'll do breakfast when the sun comes up and, you know, I'll meet you after that. You could be, in essence, sitting around waiting for whoever or whoever's. That's not the plural of whoever. I think whoever's plural already. It doesn't matter. You could be sitting around waiting for either whatever person or persons you're waiting for, for, I mean, in theory, hours. You know, say, say you're just going to decide to meet at dark and you get there when the sun's setting and they get there after the sun has set 45 minutes later, an hour later. Like that used to just be cool. That used to just be okay. Like, societies for the first however many thousands of years as a society time was so relative it was just i'll see you later or i'll see you tomorrow or i'll see you after the sun sets or i'll see you once the moon's up so just generic stuff like that whereas nowadays it is so finite the definition uh, or the description or, or or the just strict adherence to time frames has it's just overridden a lot i think I think it, it doesn't allow for any improvisation. And I know that's, that, that's my thing. I get that. I, I'm, an, uh, I'm an improvisational musical nerd. I'm, I'm a, I was in an improv comedy group back then. There wasn't a couple of them. One in high school, one in college. Like, that shit is my shit. But I think, we've, I think we've regulated a lot of that out of life or legislated or, or not legislated. But we've, we have our strict adherence to time has forced us to not be able to you know, just, just on a whim, do things. There is no random left turns anymore. You know, like there, there is no just random out of nowhere, out of the blue. Let's do this for like an hour because you don't have an hour. You you don't like, I, like, I, I know I'm having trouble trying to describe this, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. And if you don't, here's the only concrete example I can give you. When I was growing up, when you were growing up, when anybody listening was growing up, if your mom or dad or whoever was watching you or grandparent or uncle or, you know, Maybe we're, you know, maybe join the circus. If the circus leader told you, give me a minute, you just gave him some time. Turned around, did something else, just kind of forgot about it. All right, cool, I'll talk to you later. Give me a minute. Universal sign for just not right now, maybe later, whatever. Give me a minute. Nowadays, when I tell my kids, give me a minute, they turn to Alexa and they say, Alexa, set a timer for one minute. Fuck me, I've got 59 seconds to do whatever it is I need to finish up to get back to that. It's just different now. 
The idea of, I mean, it, it, even like I, I've, I've seen people tweet this. I, I've seen people make memes out of this. And, but it's true. It's happened to me as well. Someone will email you at like one minute before five on a Tuesday, 4.59 p.m., knowing full well you leave work at five. And then the next morning they'll email you at 8.01 saying, hey, what's going on? What's taking so long? I haven't heard from you in a whole day. It's like, no, you, but you, it, it, technically it's been two minutes. Technically, it's been two minutes, but you're taking that to mean it's been a full day because you're just in a hurry. We are all just in such a hurry that you can't account for improvisation. You can't account for randomness anymore. It just doesn't, you're not allowed. We are just so rigorously time constrained that you're not allowed. Now then, I'm going to end on this. This is, uh, (laughs) if my wife ever hears this, Sarah, if you ever hear this, I love you. And I'm sorry that I'm telling the story, but I'm telling it. So like I said, my wife and I got to the Gaylord uh, a day before my kids and and my family, you know, we're all there. So it was just me and my wife. Get it? Me and my wife in a hotel room. You get it. We all get it. Everybody will happen. Now then, next day, pack up our shit, move to the other room. Our kids come. I, I guess, just sloppily throw some of my stuff on the nightstand. Uh, you know, my phone, phone charger, chapstick, lube. Oops. I just, I have a pocket in, in my, you know, travel bag. That's where all of my stuff goes. And I usually don't bring lube because obviously if the kids are with us, we're not like, come on, you get, you get the idea. You get what I'm saying here. I put all that just kind of haphazardly out, deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste. That's all my stuff. That's all my travel stuff. I need those seven, eight things. <laughs> One of my kids, I'm not going to say which one, so they can have plausible deniability later. One of my kids sees the lube, sees the, you know, whatever, and they pick it up. And they go, Dad, what's this? I run over and I grab it out of their hand as quickly as I can. And I tell them, <laughs> I tell them, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. But here's what I mean by, by life requires specifics. Time is specific. All, all, all meetings are very specific. Everything is specific. I can't, give me a minute. It's 59 seconds. Go. I can't just tell my kids, oh, that's nothing. That's just where we're at these days. If I, if I tell them, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, don't forget. It's just something generic or whatever. does not work. They keep asking questions. They keep asking. They need an actual answer. A real concrete, on the line, plant your flag answer with everything. I cannot. And if I don't give it to them, they'll go ask Alexa. Or if I, you know, they'll, they'll figure it. They'll Google it or they'll YouTube a video about it. They will figure it out. They need specifics. Life is specific now. It just, it just is. So I try to brush it off. I try to brush it off. And eventually I have to give them an answer. So I just kind of like on a whim say it's hand lotion now guys um free free parent tip uh from me to you in case this ever comes up tell them it's anything else i should have told them it's vodka they respect that if i tell them oh that's that's got if i t- if there's a cup or a bottle or something i say that's got you know alcohol in it it's got vodka in it because i know i drink vodka it's weird that my seven-year-old knows what i drink but whatever that's a whole separate thing we don't gotta judge my parenting styles just yet but if i tell them it's if i tell them it's vodka they leave it alone i told them it was lotion and that satisfied them at the time, whichever one of my kids this was, it satisfied them. They, they moved along. Cut to the next day. We get back from the pool. We're all drying off, changing. We're going to go to lunch. And I hear an all too familiar squirt. You know, like a ketchup bottle, kind of a, kind of a, kind of a thing. You know, like when you squeeze something. I hear that. What the fuck was that? So I walk around because the, the, the room we have is like kind of an L shaped where the kids beds are on one side and the adults beds are on the other, which is nice. Adults beds, plural. Yeah. My wife and I actually sleep in plural in, in separate beds, much like, uh, much like the sixties, <laughs> much like I love Lucy. We sleep in separate beds guys. No, anyway, uh, our beds over there, their beds over there. And I don't see them. So I walk over and I see <laughs> one of my beautiful, beautiful children whom I love so much. 
lotioning up their hands with our fucking lube. <laughs> God, it's so gross. It's so gross. It's, but they are. It's what it's it's it's, uh, it's what to do because I, as their eternally wise father, told him it was fucking lube. You idiot. <laughs> you absolute moron. And so now I have to take it to the bathroom, wash him off. And like, oh, it's just adult lube. I, it's adult lotion. I never called it lube. Like, I was like, it's just for adults. It's got different stuff in it. Never use it again. Yada, yada, yada. And they didn't. They understood that. But like, I, there's a minute, guys. There's a minute. A very real minute in my life where I had to wash fucking lube off my kids' hands. Oh, my God. It's so gross. I love you. Thank you for putting up with uh, 30 minutes of this or whatever. Uh, seriously, thank you so much for listening. Hey, do me a favor. If you've made it this, if you've made it this far, and like this is a, a weird thing. I, I, I admit it's weird to even ask you to do this, but if you've enjoyed any part of anything I've ever done that you've ever listened to, tell somebody. Do me that favor. Like I've, I've noticed a, a, an uptick. Uh, there was a, a couple of upticks in, in listenership, and like, look, I'm not even going to try. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to pretend that I'm ever going to make this into a million dollar job. But it would, it'd be okay if I got some more advertisers that weren't fake, made up clothes. <laughs> So if you enjoyed any of this, seriously, just tell somebody. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you don't, I don't care. That's fine, too. You do whatever you want. As long as you come back, you is who I'm doing this for. So thank you. I love you. See you next time.